Hi, honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you, and we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the comedy club on state in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a joke festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live endless honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a joke festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the D.C. Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. Pacific. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. I'm podcasting again and I am fucking stoked. Are you stoked, Natasha? I am. You sound stoked. (laughs) How are you? I haven't seen you since the last podcast we did. You know, I'm going through, again, another very isolating period. Mm. I'm trying to finish my book, and I'm just kind of like writing all day and not really talking to people or seeing people because uh, Omicron has actually kind of made it easier to finish the book. Oh, There's so like no distractions. Maybe I should be in a good mood because of that. Maybe you should be in a good mood. Thank you, Omicron, right? <laughs> I mean, you've been tripping on this Omicron thing this whole time. Uh, but always remember that with every variant, there is a silver lining. I wonder what the next variant will bring. You know, what would it would be kind of cool if the next variant made you hornier. I've looked at variants from both sides now. Oh, you're in your Joni Mitchell face? I'm going to do like a, um, <laughs> yeah, like a folk variant. Ooh, a variant cool. folk album might be nice. Um, I wanted to maybe get into some of our listener mail. Um, okay, let's look at them. Let's... Uh, We have a question here from Sophia Papp, who asks, does a high school sweetheart, being with a high school sweetheart, does that imply that the relationship is itself immature? This is an immature question because the answer is absolutely not. You think absolutely not? Well, yeah, because there's so many different relationships are so specific and... Yeah, but if you've been with the same person Intimate, since high school... That doesn't mean your relationship's immature. I'm sure there are annoying aspects of your relationship, but it might be more deep than, and, you know... I get it. ...than other relationships because... You're in, biased. 
No, I'm not. Why? You are because your high school, your ch- childhood best friend is in a relationship with someone that she's been in w- with. And they're since happy. And they and they were able to like meet each other. From my perspective, I'm going to go They're like ahead, soulmates in a way. I'm going to go ahead and say, you don't even have a soul when you're in high school. It's, <laughs> it's not developed yet. It's a, it's a half a soul. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that if you're in a relationship with your high school sweetheart, I mean, you know, listen, love is great and all, but... What about having sex, sex intercourse with more than one person? I mean, your whole idea of sex intercourse is this. Who one, cares? It's boring. That's like it's like it's like you know they say variety is the spice of life. Well, you, you didn't have variety. You had one spice. I th- I think it's important for people to have sex with multiple people before they settle down. That's my thought. Are you gonna tell our daughter that? Oh, I'm not going to tell her that this month. She turns four in February. I'll tell her then. That's when she'll be old enough to understand the reality. No, I don't know if I'll tell our daughter that, but I'll, I have a feeling that you should have more than one partner in your life. That's what I think. Really? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Everybody? Kind, except Christians. They get a pass. Wait, but what if you meet someone? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the, the person writing in, like my friend... Mm-hmm. would never write this in because she has uh you know she feels confident in her relationship you don't know that might be her <laughs> but maybe this person uh wants to get out of their relationship wants to explore so they're kind of like the fact that they're asking us maybe tells you that but i how can you judge someone's relationship what if two people meet and mean, they're destined you? to be to be with each other and they just know it from the start from the time they're 16 That's 17 fine. Then what's the big deal? I'm not saying that they shouldn't be together. You're First saying of, it's you should have sex with more people. That's right. I am saying that. First of all, the, how can you even ask how can you judge someone else's relationship when that's literally the concept of the podcast that we do together? We, but, can, I, can I ask you a question, Moshe? Yeah. How, how much did romance factor into your relationships and sexual relationships before you met me? Well, you say zero. I'm not a math major, but there are (laughs) integers within the number zero that I feel like it's not it's not absolute zero, but it's in that zone. You know, it's in that zero zone. Uh, Yeah. Romance was not something that I was uh, particularly adept at. But I think it's romantic if two people meet in high school and know that they're supposed to be together and have found each other. They don't even if you get with somebody in high school. And that's the only person you ever sleep with. You don't even know about doggy style. You guys are having missionary sex for your entire life. So you're 80 and you die. Why? Why wouldn't I did doggy style in high school? Probably. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't remember a specific. I'm sure as soon as I had sex, I was ready to like try every position. You you are a freak for doggy. No, I think that I probably wanted to like do it all. All I'm saying is I'm not saying that if two people meet in high school and they fall in love with each other that they shouldn't be together. I'm saying that at some point in their relationship, they should take a little rumspringa and have a little gap year and go just bang it out so that they know that they're supposed to be with each other. I mean, that, that's not terrible advice because if you don't do that, you could maybe be afraid or something and you might learn a new sex trick or something. Yeah, like doggy style. Now, for those <laughs> of you that don't know about it, if you're listening right now, doggy style is when you do it in the style of a dog. Uh, the woman will bend over and or the man, if you fuck men, uh, and then the man will mount mount the man or Moshe. woman. I'm just explaining to our listeners important information. Doggy style is, is like the most basic <laughs> position that you can do besides mission. Don't you think it goes missionary than doggy style? Yeah, then what? What's third? 
69. 69 is third. <laughs> yeah, it goes, I'm talking from like a high schooler. Yeah, like. it goes it goes missionary, doggy style, 69, and then a lifetime back to a lifetime of missionary. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is a very exciting night for Natasha and I because we are going to, I don't even know if I can say it, uh, but we're going to listen to some secrets. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Natasha, hey, Mush. I think you guys are great. My secret is COVID-related. Cool. We love COVID. My husband and baby got COVID two weeks ago, and I also got COVID, but no one knows. Um, So what happened during the week is that I quarantined him in our bedroom and realized shortly like the day a day or two later that the baby also maybe it's 18 months old also has covid because i tested her and i just didn't test myself so meanwhile like all week long i'm bringing soup to his door and my throat is killing me and i have a cough but he doesn't know because he's in the room and nobody else knows that i had covid either but here's the thing you would think it'd be fine and just, I wouldn't mention it to anyone, but I lost my sense of taste and smell and he didn't. So like now when the baby poops, I have no idea unless I look. So I have to like secretly be like, oh, this baby smells like she could have pooped. What do you think? Or also I work in the wine business and I have to pretend that I taste stuff when I can't taste or smell anything. And I don't know if it's going to come back, but hopefully it does. So anyway, that's a secret. Nobody knows that I had COVID, but I actually had it. All right. Love you guys. Talk to you later. That feels good. Okay, bye. Okay, first of all, the taste and smell thing fucking sucks. What is that? I've never heard of that pre-COVID, that that's like something that happens. Well, but but secondly, why is this a secret from her family? Yeah. This it is makes no sense. One of these secrets is like missing a widget of information. Why didn't you tell your fucking husband? I don't get what is the, what is the reason? I think because she never bothered to test herself. So she's kind of like. Yeah. At a certain point, you don't need to test yourself. I know they say testing is really important and it is. But if your baby's got COVID and your husband's got COVID and you got a sore throat and you can't taste or smell shit, you got COVID. You got that vid. Right, so it's not like she's like Sarah Palin dining indoors with active COVID. Oh, hey, hon, and no offense. Uh, I love what you do. But comedically, you're great. Please do not disparage Sarah <laughs> Palin on this podcast. Thanks. <laughs> but like the girl wasn't out doing that. Just tell your fucking husband. I don't get the idea. Why wouldn't you just tell him I got COVID? Now it's at this point where you can't tell him because you've been lying for so fucking long. So Maybe I guess, that's what it is. You know what you should do? Here's what you do. Plan a trip. Say, I've got a business trip. i got to go out of town. i got to go to uh, Napa to go do some wine bullshit or whatever. Hang out with the other white ladies. And then come back. Say, uh-oh, I got COVID. Go quarantine without symptoms. Chill out. Have yourself a nice little week of just chilling, drinking wine. Uh, and then when you come back, you're like, ah, I, I had COVID. That's a good plan. Let's play another secret. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. Um, I'm calling the morning after my very first girl kiss, which is so exciting for me because I've always been a little gay, um, but made it through college without experimenting 
which according to Natasha makes me straight for life. Um, but I just moved to a bigger city and I get the freedom to date women now. But the secret is, and uh, the problem with this is my kink is calm. Um, so that's something really only men have, which is very unfortunate. Um, and I guess it means I am still attracted to men. But I'm having a great day, and I hope you guys are too. Adios. Her kink is come. Is come. <laughs> and let me just say, um, that I there, respect that. I guess. Yeah. Listen, there are ways around this. If you really are gay, and I you're hate com- when it gets in my bangs. In your bangs? <laughs> How often does it get in your bangs? I mean, it can oh yeah. Take this bla- bang blast. Well, if your kink has come, I'm assuming she's like, come on my face, right? Sure, sure. Or come on my... Come bangs. on my... Come in my bangs. <laughs> come on my head. That's I don't your, know. Come yeah, on my come tits. come on my head. That's what people always say. They, they say, they say, let's do doggy, then let's 69, and then I'm going to come on your head. I wish I had big tits. I would totally let people f- titty fuck me. That just seems really... Uh. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you, honey, not people. <laughs> I was... That's funny, because... I wasn't even listening to you opening your tits up to the entirety of America. I was just focusing on you having big tits and going, yeah, uh, that sounds cool to me as well. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. We're just, you know, things change, you know, Mm -hmm. and maybe one day, you know. So what do you think of the secret? Oh, I mean, I just listen. There are ways for you to find your cum fix. I know that you're like a hot cum slut and you're a cum junkie. (laughs) <laughs> and there are ways for you to get your cum fix without having to uh, slum it in in Guyville. You know, I mean, basically what you got to do, go to any just any peep show um, just with a cup, a jar, a mason jar and uh, just knock on one of the booths and just say, can I have a donation? And there's no nation in the world like a donation. And those guys will give you blasts and blasts of cum. And then you just put it into um, like a crock pot. Or a paraffin wax kind of solution. Mm. And when you're ready to take a big blast, you go to this girl that you just kiss. You guys make out for a long time. And then um, you French, you French, you French. And when you're done, unscrew the jar and just pour pour the nut. Wait, women have cum. Yeah, but she likes nut. She likes that real cum. She wants it to like not, splooge. Yeah, she wants to splooge. And by the way, not to say that uh, girl cum isn't real cum. It's just not. Well, maybe she needs to find. um. What? Oh, a trans woman. No, I was going to say, like, someone who, you know, remember we had the girls on who were squirters? A squirter? Why are you being so coy? I don't want to. You're just like, I wish I had bigger tits. I'd let every man in America (laughs) jack his dick into my tits. And then, uh, 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 I'm so sorry. I'm not quite comfortable saying uh, uh, the... Listen, I also want to apologize for saying that people, if they're not lesbian in college it's over for them i I was just saying i heard that that was a thing that people said <laughs> i don't think that's true but wait we've we've skipped over the best part of this well, my grand idea what that this person should probably date a trans woman oh that's a good idea because then it's possible not every trans woman but some will be able to give you the cum that you so desire while still being a lady that you also so desire. The best of both worlds. Now, do not fetishize these trans women, but I think you got a future in the trans community, lady. I would like to say, personally, I'm not that into cum. All right, let's hear another secret. <laughs> what the fuck? 
all you're into is letting strangers titty fuck you, but I'm you don't want to come on your bangs. <laughs> For God's sakes, how do you think that makes me feel? I'm the guy that comes in this family. <laughs> you're like I'm the guy who comes in your bangs. I'm the bang comer. I love coming on your head. Wait, honey, don't we have sponsors? Yeah. Are oh, we- sorry. Today's episode is brought to you by Cum Blast. If you have too much cum on your head or in your bangs, you take this Cum Blast t- uh, soft towelette and go ahead and whoosh it on off. Oh, that'd the be cute. Blaster. They have like a little... Uh, ooh, that'd be nice if people had a little thing to disinfect everything. Disinfect? Someone... It's not bio... Well, it is biohazard, but it's... Anyway, look, there's nothing wrong with a little cum. I honestly don't really like it that much. Okay, on. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe you should call our last secret lever and you guys can run away together like in Thelma and Louise or something. <laughs> okay, can we hear one more? I need one to more. cleanse my palate. You need to cleanse your Hi. Heart. So I have a secret. Um, my family and I used to go camping a lot when I was a child. And I did something really gross. Um, I would, you know, walk around the campsite, and this was back in the day when, like, every kid played outside at all times. Anyways, you'd find half-smoked cigarettes, or maybe just a little butt of a cigarette, and I would carry my dad's lighter with me and smoke already smoked cigarettes really gross i was a child but it really is no wonder that i turned into an addict (laughs) i'm not well i'm in recovery now so i got that going for me um but yeah that's it love you guys love the podcast oh my god what this is the first secret that i share yeah, I share it too. Wait, but I didn't do it in third grade. I did it in college. I would like work the night operator shift. And so I would <laughs> I would work in the dorm from like midnight till seven in the morning. It was like a horrifying shift with the college schedule. And I would just like sc- like scavenger around behind vending machines looking for like anywhere, looking for like half smoked cigarettes or quarters so I could buy some Doritos and I would smoke them, and that's that's gross. I did it too. And it must—it's like three puffs. Yeah, but I've done it too. It's all about you're trying not to buy. Cig- I actually don't think this is that gross or that weird. I mean, it's a little gross, and it's definitely a pre-COVID activity. But it's <laughs> like that was some pre-COVID entertainment. Yeah, it's like it's when you're trying not to buy cigarettes. You're trying to you. you it is gross. Okay, don't get me wrong. I think it's gross. But it's this like psychological game you play with yourself when you're trying not to be a no, smoker. No, that I understand. Yes. I used to do this thing where I would walk by a um, like an ashtray outside of a building when I was trying to quit smoking, and if I saw like a really juicy one, you know, like a fat one with a lot, or ooh, if I saw a clove, I would walk by it, I would kind of eye it like a hot lady, and then I would turn around, kind of like be cool, and then walk by and like throw my hand with my sleeve kind of over my hand into the ashtray in like a real quick split second kind of thing. And then I'd look down at my hand and have a half-smoked cigarette. I would feel so good. I'd go to some place shameful and silent, and I would just smoke puff, puff. I remember now when we first met, you were smoking clove cigarettes. You wish I still was? Well, definitely if I smell clove cigarettes, I think of you. Well, you know what I think of? What makes me think of you? What? When I smell like a kind of a combo of just cum <laughs> and hair product. You know, just like hairy cum. 
Listen, when the secrets get really graphic or gross, like I'll go there too. I mean, I, I'm embarrassed that I was See, talking I about I always, sex, but I was just trying to like... Why are you embarrassed? You're a comedian. I always say, my thing is, I say, don't go there. <laughs> That's my saying that I made up. I go, don't go there about different subjects. Funny. Yeah. Very funny. Thank you. You know what? I think you're very funny too, and I really liked your titty fucking work. <laughs> All right, folks, we got to go. It's been wonderful if you would uh, like to leave a secret on our secrets hotline. Well, go ahead and do it. You can leave a secret at 213-222-8608. Or if you'd like to be on the podcast, give us an email. EndlessHoneymoonPod at gmail.com. Natasha? Yeah? It's been real. Thanks. And I love you. Thank you. Come on your head. (laughs) 